welcome to the Penguin Life Podcast. It's your girls, Kim and Mo here with your all real, all raw talks about life, love, and everything in between. In this space, it's all love and always put together. We, we are, are the Penguin Life. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Penguin Life Podcast. We are your hosts, Ken and Mo, and yeah. we are back to deliver another episode to you guys. So this week's topic, we will be talking about self-love to eventually get to real love. Meaning, you have to know how to truly love self. And in order to understand your level of love or where you've reached, you have to know the beginning. Correct. How you got there. Everything, every... Well, basically, however you treat somebody, it, it has something to do with your history. You know what I'm saying? You have to get to the root of it. So, um, like a lot of people, for most actions that you see, you know, from other people, you may hear something along the lines of, oh, you you must have got that from your parents, or you got that from somebody, or, you know, whatever characteristics or quality that you portray out there, you know, it could have been learned behavior, Mm-hmm. You know, but somewhere or the other, you have to get to the root of it. And in this case, we are talking about L-O-V-E, love. Correct. Correct. So we want you guys to sit back, relax, and just enjoy the discussion that we have for you guys today. Oh, yeah. So shall we jump right into it? Let's jump right into it. Let's do it. All right. So first off, before we get to all the logistics of it all. It's been crazy. Mm. (laughs) When I tell you that stress levels have been high and anxiety has been through the roof, but you have been handling it very well. You've been handling handling very well. You've been handling our home very well. But outside of what I see, how are you feeling? Exhausted. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, I'm part of the essential employee population and working in uh, the financial uh, industry. And when I tell you it's it's, it's very stressful Mm -hmm. and my workload has doubled, probably even tripled over the last week. Now, I'm grateful that I still have a job and, you know, I'm still able to have income coming in, you know, making sure my family's good, my wife's good, our kids good, everybody's good. Right. But, you know, it's... It hasn't been easy. It hasn't been easy and taking a 2.5 is very, very hard. Okay. But I'm doing the best I can. (laughs) And I know everybody else out there who is still actively going to work and putting in, you know, countless hours, tiring hours to do, you know, what they need to do to function and to keep the world moving. I commend you. Just keep pushing. For sure. For sure. Just keep pushing, man. It's going to get better. It it, it is. It's going to get better. And the sooner everybody just kind of starts to live a little bit more of a simplistic life oh yeah we will be in so much better shape as a as a whole yes as a whole because i mean really (laughs) and truly it's not a lot that you need right now we're in a crisis what is it that you could think of needing besides shelter and food other than that i don't really get it so i mean i definitely understand the stress because 
I'm furloughed right now, so I'm at home and, you know, I'm just trying to keep busy and, you know, keep myself motivated in, you know, my new journeys and things like that. A lot of you guys who follow us on social media, you know that I'm a certified life coach now. So I've got Les Love coaching on the rise and moving, but it's hard to kind of zone in on your focus when a lot of your industry that you will be speaking to and helping, they're suffering right now. So I just want a lot of my future clients to know that I'm here for you. I understand. And we're going to get through this. And once we get through this rough patch right here, we'll start to work on some things. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> but baby, with you saying all of that, how are you in here? I'm in here. I'm good. You know, I'm all right. I'm just kind of working it through. It's not as easy as I thought it would be, but it, it has its days. It has its moments. And I would say that you, during all this, you you are quite the strong woman. Listen, I just try to plow through as best as I can because an idle mind is not a good one. It ain't. It ain't. I try to. I try to focus on not being idle and utilizing my time the best way possible. Like finding a hobby, finding something that I love to do, and not so much letting my loves the podcast, my coaching become things that I just don't want to do because I'm in a state of depression. So I just have to keep myself uplifted. You know, I've been doing my yoga, my meditating and all that to even get my day started just so I'm putting the right energy out there. But and that's good. And that's that's yeah. something that a lot of people Routines from what we're seeing, yeah. what we've been seeing on social media and just around period people are some people are taking time to use this time whether they're furloughed or they're still actively working yeah. to really do some self-preservation mm-hmm. because it's this is hard it financially is. hard emotionally hard physically mentally everything that you could possibly feel is tapped into all of that so you know the best way to preserve yourself and to save yourself is to do what makes you happy right now absolutely meditate do yoga just if if you're the type of person that just likes to spend time alone just looking out the window looking at the sky and just thinking infinitely about and any and everything you know positive do that that's still self-care and look shit sometimes we need that you know a lot of times a lot yeah and right now a lot of people we, we need it a lot you know of times we need it a lot of times it's very necessary but it's sometimes overlooked when you're in the you know realm of just moving you know right. work and this and that and taking care of home taking care of this but this is that moment to regroup mm-hmm. and to really focus on those things that make you happy yes and out of this We hope that a lot of people discover their passion, Mm -hmm. get back to their passion, and love on themselves more and more through this process because it's important. Focus, 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 focus. It's really important. So Mm -hmm. we're going to go ahead and jump into the episode and just kind of trying to give you guys a little bit of what we mean when we say love thyself so that you can love someone else. Right? Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure you guys have seen it or read it or whatever. It's a quote going around and it says that people can only love as deep as they love themselves or 
as deep as they've discovered the love for themselves. So what exactly is my interpretation of that? That just simply means that if I love me wholeheartedly, unconditionally, and deeply, I can love another person that way. Mm -hmm. If I don't love me that way, then I'm going to project whatever I don't like about me onto the next person. And that happens so often, y'all, in any type of relationship, to be honest. Friendship, marriage, dating. Everybody carries some type of demons. I don't care That's why it's important to check your baggage. Right. I don't care how happy-go-lucky someone is. You know what I'm saying? They may possibly be just a very happy person, but it doesn't say that they didn't come from something. Correct. That they had to rewire and work on themselves Mm -hmm. to get them to where they are. There are genuinely happy people out there. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now... You know, just piggybacking off of what, you know, Ken was saying, I agree with that. My, the way I feel about that is if I am able to pour in so much, just put it like this. You could be self-indulgent to yourself. You can, you can do that. Mm -hmm. Love yourself more than anything. That's why when you growing up, most parents, they will tell you, want the best love that anybody can give you is from you. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Best love is self-love. Best love is self-love. You get out there in the world. Can't nobody break you if you love you. Exactly. You are walking this earth on your own, whether you're married or single or or in a relationship, whatever. You are walking that earth alone. You know what I'm saying? And you may have a partner to share that with, but even still, you have your there own are times mind. When you by yourself. You got your own shit to deal with. Yeah, absolutely. you know what I'm saying. So. I feel like if you're able to pour in so much love and positivity into yourself, things that make you happy, and you can make yourself genuinely happy, right? and all that you put into it, that same energy that you give yourself, you can get that to somebody else. Correct. But you have to get there first. Exactly. Gotta get there. So, in getting there, let's dive a little bit into how we get there, right? So you want to talk about like your most fondest memory or your earliest memory of love, right? We grow up, parents tell you you, that they love you. Sometimes Mm -hmm. that's not everybody's experience and I understand that. Some people's experience, they never hear the words I love you until they're in their first relationship. And to those people, I know that this journey has been a little bit more difficult for them to navigate because they've had to formulate their own thoughts about love and they may not have necessarily seen it growing up, but we've both seen it growing up. And so it honestly helped formulate our values and opinions around it because I came from a household of married parents. She came from a household of married parents. Our situations may have been different with the experiences, but they're similar at the Mm -hmm. same time. Um, So I'm gonna ask you, what was your first memory of I Love You? My first memory. Well, put it like this. I don't. My first memory. I I, I would say what I can recall. Yeah, when you, you can know, recall. I got a lot of them. <laughs> um, well, I do remember. Well, I put it something that was constant was that my mom. Even though I had both parents, my mom was definitely the nurturer um, out of both of my parents, and it didn't matter what I went through. Mm-hmm. I could go to my mother. I could talk to her about it, even you know, as a youngin, and she couldn't understand shit that I was saying, <laughs> but. I can go to her and just literally talk to her about anything and I never felt judged. Ever. And that's important. Ever. Even when I came out, there was a moment where she had to be 
process and she needed like a week. <laughs> but she never judged me. She charged it to the game and my mom and I still have the best relationship in this world. She is she is my first best friend, seriously, you know? And so you can say that your mom is like your first I love you. My mom was my first I love you cuz it was it, it whether she said it, it was more about her saying it and action. My mom was a lady of action. So whether she actually said I love you, which she did mm -hmm. often, she would show you in, you know, every breath that she took, she would show you. And that's important. That's 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 deep and that's real. And I hope y'all caught that. Because even as a younger child, adolescent, younger adult, you probably got to see firsthand that love is an action word. Mm -hmm. And it didn't necessarily mean that your mom walked around all day, every day saying that she loved you, screaming it from the rooftops, but it was more of an action. Mm -hmm. And it was what she poured into you. But you can say that she has poured into herself so that she can pour into you. Correct. Because, I mean, my mother-in-law is amazing. So, I know she does a lot of self-preservation. She does a lot of things for herself. Things that make her happy. And just as much as she goes to town for her family, she goes just that hard for herself, too. And that's important because she wouldn't be able to go hard for family if she didn't go hard for self first. Correct. So. And she'll let you know. She'll be like, I just can't. I can't. Like, she's not one to just be like, I just, I'm not dealing with that right now. She's not that type of person. She'd be like, well, I just, I just don't have time. I, I just have some, I can't. I just, I'm sorry. Like she, <laughs> it'll hurt her or it'll make her feel a way if she has to tell her children or someone that she really cares about, no, she can't help you. Mm -hmm. But she never made you feel like, well, no, I can't help you. No, I'm not going to help you. And I don't care. She's never made anybody feel that way ever. And that's, I love that about my mom. Yeah. You know, because even in the, I can't right now, it still says, I love and care about you. I just can't do what you want me to do at this very moment. Exactly. And that's so important. And I feel like it's a valuable tidbit that some people don't get along the way. And so it begets people feeling like they can't say no, mm -hmm. they can't choose self and they can't really process when someone tells them no because no to them says i don't love you i don't care about right. you so it's not that that's what no means but for them if they didn't process that early stage like you did mm -hmm. and experience a parent who shows them love so that they know even in those no's i still love you then it's different for them it's gonna hit a lot different it's gonna were, it's gonna be different I mean, it's, there, it's gonna be a different experience there are plenty of you know people that i grew up with plenty plenty of people that i know now um going to work and stuff like that and I, i'm a people watcher so i watch a lot of people mm -hmm. you watch a lot of people you know <laughs> and you know sometimes we just watch people to see you know how they react to certain situations or we just just watch them to see how their mannerisms are you know what i mean mm -hmm. and sometimes we've had discussions about well that that was very obscure what they were doing but you know it maybe it could have had something to do with how they were raised it could have been something that they developed on the way but it had to do with it's a behavior that was triggered right. by something Correct. you know what i'm saying and with all of you guys out there i'm pretty sure there's things that you've observed from your partner or someone that you've been very close with 
that you've always wondered, like, how to, how can they act that way? Mm-hmm. What makes them act this way? What makes them think that way? Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. And, and that's, and that's yeah. where it comes from. It stems from their upbringing. It stems from the beginning of that person's history. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it's so important. It's very, very, very important. Like, for me, my first I love you, I'm sure it came from both of my parents, but it wasn't until seeing the actions of both my mom and my dad, but more so my dad, that showed me that one, love was an action word, and two, unconditional love is a real thing. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a real thing. So, for you, it was your mom that was your person. And for me, it was like my dad was my person. My mom was still my best friend. Don't ever get it twisted. But my person, like my go-to no matter what I've done. Was good old Papa D. Was my dad. For sure. Like no matter what, that man had my entire back, front, side. Like I was covered. And he is my inspiration. He's my love spiration, as I'm gonna call it. Hey, <laughs> new word of the day: love spiration. <laughs> Use it. You know, apply it well. Yes, but yes, he was that one person that you know showed me what love is supposed to feel like. Mm-hmm. And I've always been. The person who, if love didn't feel like that, I didn't want it. If love didn't feel real, mm-hmm. like to that magnitude, I didn't want it. If it didn't come unjudgmental, if it didn't come, you know, unapologetic, if it didn't come real, if it didn't come raw, I didn't want it. Right. Because it's not going to be rainbows every day. And he showed me that it's not going to be rainbows every day, but he's going to love me through those storms. And you should want to love a person through them storms. Mm -hmm. But in order to do that, you got to love yourself through your storms. You got to love yourself through your moments of, I don't really like how I feel. You got to love yourself through, I don't really like how I look. And you have to overcome those things. Mm -hmm. Because if not, then you're liable to not love your partner through those phases. Right. You're not going to know what to do. I don't like that. Oh, she wore this Mm -hmm. outfit. I'm not, I'm not feeling that. You know, all of those things are judgmental, but they're, from inside first. Mm-hmm. Now, so I hope y'all caught that too. How those examples that she gave, like you have to love yourself unapologetically. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There, there are some things about everyone that you know, individual. We we judge ourselves. Like, oh, I don't like how my skin feels today. Oh, my eye looks cross-eyed on this side. But right. I don't know what's going on. Or you this, know, you my know, teeth just too big for my mouth. I feel like I got teeth like Sandy off of Spongebob. And my parent, my mom, rather, and my and my siblings, they tend to agree. And I'm just, I just take it. I'm a cartoon and it's fine. Oh my but, gosh. but the thing about it is if you judge yourself and you don't realize that you're doing it, you don't see that that isn't a problem or it could produce more issues for yourself you feeling judged by yourself you're gonna think everybody in the world is going to judge you Mm -hmm. so then if you do decide to get with someone and that person is giving you the time of day what makes you think you're gonna alter how you feel about yourself with that person it's gonna be very hard it's gonna be very hard and then if that person comes from a place of self-love and you know positivity and just really good vibes 
you're gonna fuck that up. That's Hard, just that's hardcore. just being real. Like you yeah. are because you're gonna still have those ways in which you don't love yourself, and those ways are gonna be what how you're unable to love them. Right. And there lies the issue. So you gotta get to the root. You have to want to know yourself enough to mm-hmm. know what your triggers are. Yeah. You've gotta know what can produce certain behaviors out of you. Correct. And with you knowing that much about yourself, it's an opportunity to fix it. That means you have to have the will to do it. Correct. You got to have the will and the want. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's just, it's really, really, really important that we do the work ahead of time. But it's really important to really think about what has shaped your thoughts around the word love. Correct. What ha- what tr- What has matriculated in your life to get you to this place where love in your mind is this way? Is it in a box? Is it in the form of, you know, gifts? Is it in the form of, you know, actions? Is it in the form of, you know, like, I got to take a little bit of the abuse in order for it to be real love? Like, you have to look at all of that because mm-hmm. it all makes you who you are as a person. You know love what I mean? Love language. This falls into love languages. Yeah, language it falls into too. love languages, but it also falls into so many different things because, mm-hmm. you know, if you grew up seeing people say, I love you, but yet they might strike you or they may, you know, verbally abuse you, then that is your, that is, that is how you see love. And until it's that, you don't think that it's real love. Right. Thus, you're sabotaging mm-hmm. something that's real. And love shouldn't hurt. Don't let that myth be something that you use as a guide. And I know we will, say that will, a lot, will, but it, will, it really send doesn't you down. Hurt. You will not. I can't guarantee that anybody who uses that as a guide or as something to look forward to or anything like that, I can't I can't say that they're genuinely happy. Mm-hmm. There there's got to be something in there that just just does not feel right. You know, love should not hurt. That you shouldn't be with somebody, they hurt you, they physical um, Emotional. Emotionally abusive, verbally abusive to you. Any type of hurt that you feel anywhere in your space, <laughs> sis, it's not good. Mm-mm. It's not good. So you have to know what that negative looks like and you have to know positive is better so you have to may you may have to be the one to make that change correct you might you might just have to be the one to do it and it's okay to be the person to say i no longer want to love this way exactly and so when you say that you don't want to love this way anymore bingo there's a learning curve time to learn a new way yep time to embrace a new way of being so that you don't get the same results of your past love life so now I want to kind of dive into what exactly, or not necessarily what exactly, but when have you been able to say that you brought a really good love that was mistreated? (laughs) And not necessarily like, you know, okay, we both got a pass and all of that, but Mm. even friends that have mistreated your love, even, you know, family members that have mistreated your level of love. Mm And how has that changed how you love today? Well, I've experienced different types of love across the board mm-hmm. from friends and you know other family members, my wife, past relationships that I was in. And with the type of upbringing that I've had, mm-hmm. I can be hot and I can be super cold, okay? And it's known that I can be super cold. And when I'm hot, I could be a firecracker. That's that's not a good thing. 
Or I could be nice and, you know, like a cup of cocoa. You know, just nice and warm, make you feel not a cup, uh, not a cup of cocoa. Yeah, girl. <laughs> but it's like I've learned at an early age how to spot things that you don't like and to be okay with getting the fuck out. You know, getting just just moving on. Now I can say in my past that even though I was raised that way to be able to spot it. Oh nope. I, I'm, I'm about time to leave, you know what I'm saying? But there have been times when I've dragged my feet with it because I felt like it could be something that I could fix. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's me, you know what I'm saying? So I would take time to reevaluate the situation that I'm in, what's making me unhappy, am I contributing to it? Right. And so I would try to fix myself and once I've started getting in a groove of doing changing my behaviors, if that was seen as something that was negative, contributing to the issue, right. and still there is no change in the atmosphere of the relationship between me and that person, I know it ain't me. Correct. It's not me. You've done your it's work. that person. So at that point, I leave it to them to fix themselves mm -hmm. so we can fix together. And if that doesn't work, I've had to wash my hands. And let it go. Yeah. And fortunately, it's 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 led me down a path of positivity, and it helped me meet this this gem of a woman here. And but even in that journey that you went down, you had to get back to yes. loving self. Yes. I had to remind myself who the hell you were. Period. What, what's that shit y'all be doing? Period. <laughs> <laughs> Period. You gotta remind yourself. Yes, I had to be are. like, Mo, do you know who the fuck you are? Like, do why? You? Why are you going through this? Do you? No, you're not aware. Let me help you. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> until it was just like, you know what? I gotta do what I gotta do, and I did it. And then once it's done. You know, the reflective period mm -hmm. for that was like, wow, okay, that felt good. And when you get in the habit of basically reclaiming your time, mm -hmm. really having a, a better sense of self more deeper than you have before, when it comes to those uneasy, uncomfortable situations to where you have to combat something, mm -hmm. it'll become a lot easier to get through it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? The battle is still there, but it'll become a little bit easier for you to navigate. Exactly. What about you? For me, you know, I've had people misuse my love, mm -hmm. you know, and mistreat me and things of that nature. And the thing is, I love so deep because I love me deep. Mm -hmm. And I try to use that or give that type of love to people because a lot of the people that I've encountered, I'm not saying that they're broken, but a lot of the people that I've encountered, their level of self-love, they get it confused with um, cockiness. Oh, they get those two things confused. They get them. They get them cross. They get them, you know, intertwined, and they're not the same. They're not just because you love self does not mean you have to be a cocky asshole. Like seriously, you don't. And if that's you, stop it. And I think that you know that gets crossed. And so when I come in and I'm pouring in this, you know, good glitter gold, they like, oh, take this, take this. For, for me? This, okay. And, and, you know, it catches them off guard. And I never come off with the, you know, yeah, I'm that. You know, it's not about that. Because you're going to feel that when you're in my presence. But it's the way I carry myself and the way in which I love me mm -hmm. that makes me so damn lovable. 
You know, yeah, you are, and uh, across and somewhere along the lines, I feel like everyone that I've ever encountered has loved themselves more after we've departed because I taught them something in the process. You gotta love yourself enough. Like it's not about what you can put on your shoe, put on your feet, or put on your back or any of that. How are you nurturing yourself? Mm-hmm. How are you helping yourself grow and be a better person? How are you vibrating? Correct. You know, are you, are, is it high? Is it low? Kind of right middle, in the middle? Like, just coasting? Like, right. And, and how's your radiation? What is coming off of you? You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. that, and all while you were saying, you know, that describing who you are, mm-hmm. how you've been, and what you project out there, that's all I could think of. The yeah. vibrations and the radiation that this woman gives off. You know what I'm saying? These people don't know how to handle it. <laughs> they don't know how to damn handle it. You know what I'm saying? You can you get... Are crazy. I'm just putting it like this. People can't handle it. Okay. You know? I hear what you're saying. I hear what you put down. Yeah. Because people out here is just... Everybody is looking to get the next person. And when right. I say get them, I mean really like fuck them up. Because they're selfish. There's a difference between being selfish in a positive way, meaning that you're self-building. You're you're building and and you're embracing what's around you. You're embracing people. And then you being selfish where I'm just take, 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 take. I ain't got to give you shit. I ain't got to do shit for you. What you going to do for me? And that's not self-love. And that's the problem. It's not. It's not self-love at all. No. Like when you go around just taking from people and snatching and snatching all for you, that's not self-love because what you're doing is you're stripping things from people that you're not in a place to give back to them. And you will forever keep doing that until you really have a a sudden attack of conscience where you're like, well, shit, I'm empty as fuck. I've taken all these things, but what good is it doing me? Love equals reciprocity. Yes. And until you can give what you are trying to receive, you should refrain. Mm-hmm. Period. You should just refrain. And I challenge everybody to really... Think about and process where the ideas of love that float through your head came from. Where they came from. Think about it. For real. Think about it. Think about all your experiences that you've had. Every lens that you've looked through. What helped cultivate where you are right now? What helped cultivate your journey through love? Mm -hmm. I know we've all had our ups. We've all had our downs. We've all had, you know, some of us have had awesome relationships with our parents. Some of us have had not so great relationships with our parents. It's, It's an array. But all of those things help to contribute to who you are today. And until you take ownership of all of your various pieces, you will forever be in this fog about what real love really looks like. Exactly, Mundo. So, exactly, Mundo. We just wanted you guys to get a little bit from us. Last week's episode was a lot, I know, because <laughs> getting into getting married and why and how and all of that is super, it's a lot. It's a lot to think about, it's a lot to process because, again, you're making a lifelong commitment to another person. Okay, this is not anything to be taken lightly. Mm -mm. So if you haven't had an opportunity, just know that Why Did I Get Married Part 1 and 2 will also have a video later on this week. And it will be out for you guys to see. And we want you to continue to listen to the pod when you get Mm -hmm. back to work. You know, sometimes listening to us will be the only option. But we're going to give you guys two options now. You're going to be able to visit. You're going to be able to physically see us as well as to hear us 
And we hope that you guys are enjoying the visuals and enjoying the content because we do this for y'all. We do this for us and we do this for you guys. Like, and it's only going to get better. That's it. It's only going to get better. So we hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. We hope that you guys will continue to like, subscribe, tune in, hit the notification share, bell. Talk share. Talk about it. Talk about it. Hit us up. Keep the conversation send, send, going. Send us some messages. See, we want to we wanna see how this resonated with you. Correct. We really want your feedback. Like, Absolutely, we, we listen to you. We will have open dialogue with you. We ain't, we ain't, we ain't. What you call it? We ain't scary. <laughs> Nah, we ain't scary. Uh, we not bring scary. It on. Yes, absolutely. So we hope you guys enjoyed the episode and peace and positive vibes. We'll see you the next week.